0: This is Sarah Lemon, author of the Whole Dish blog and food writer for the Mail Tribune newspaper in Southern Oregon. This podcast is produced for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. You can find it online at mealtribune.com forward slash podcasts and read my blog, The Whole Dish, at mealtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. This wintry weather, of course, puts me in mind of warming dishes. And not just dishes that are warm temperature-wise, but dishes that warm the palate with lovely toasted spices that don't blow out all our taste buds, sort of like make the tongue numb and kill all the sensation, but sort of build and have that heat. And of course, Indian dishes, are pretty widely regarded for that. Some of the classics that I most recently posted to my blog, including chana masala and a dish that repurposes sag or palak paneer, which contains lots of greens, like long stewed greens with the firm sort of, I wanna say rubbery, but it's like a, almost like a cheese curd texture, the Indian cheese paneer. Both of these dishes fit in perfectly with my thoughts recently about seasonal eating, namely incorporating more vegetables into my diet after the excesses of the holiday season and also protein and fiber-packed legumes which of course chickpeas are a great example of that and I've come around to more ways of using chickpeas over the past few years and I think other people are acquainting themselves with this really really great plant-based source of protein that can be used in so many ways, enjoyed in so many ways beyond hummus, which I think people are kind of feeling a little ho-hum about that. Been there, done that when it comes to hummus, but there are many, many other ways of incorporating chickpeas into your diet. Chana masala is a classic Indian dish with chickpeas and spices. Both chana masala and palak or sag paneer are staples at Indian restaurants and on any kind of buffet. I went to a holiday party early in the month of December. Both of these items were on the spread catered by an Indian restaurant in Ashland. So they're very approachable. Many people may have tried them in a restaurant, but they're also well within reach at home. It takes a little bit of doing, takes a little bit of finesse, and maybe one or two specialty ingredients that you might not have in your cabinet, but I think the results are well worth it. And these are also budget friendly dishes, particularly the chana masala. It's a great way to have a meatless meal, a meatless Monday, and be, you know, sort of minimizing what you're spending on that meal. Chana masala, and actually, a fusion take on Palak Rasag paneer that incorporates it into the Israeli dish shakshuka, which has sort of been like a food darling of the past couple of years. It's been done in my blog numerous magazines have been giving their versions of shakshuka which is often served for brunch it contains eggs and like a peppery tomatoey sauce but there's also a green version and Genevieve Coe, who writes for the LA Times came up with I think a really really smart way of incorporating leftover Indian food (laughs) or a pre-prepared sag or palak paneer that's very often available in the frozen meal sections of mini grocers. So that should be well within most people's reach. First for the Chana Masala, and this was posted to my blog on January 7th under the headline Masala Spice Palette Boosts Chickpeas Appeal. Of course, Masala is actually the Indian name for what Western people have been calling for probably about a century more a curry. In India, they actually call it a masala. It's basically like a stew of vegetables, some meat maybe incorporated in some dishes, served maybe with some rice or some flatbread. This one calls for three tablespoons neutral oil, one tablespoon cumin seeds, one large onion that's been peeled and cut into small dice, two ounces, which is about three tablespoons of garlic ginger paste, and we'll actually... Go through how to make that first before proceeding with the recipe. If you can't find it just pre prepared, one fresh jalapeno or serrano chili that's been stemmed and minced, or more to taste, or less. As I mentioned, these dishes don't blow out your palate. You can definitely adjust the spice to your liking, whether that's more or less. One tablespoon ground coriander, a half teaspoon ground cayenne, one teaspoon ground turmeric, 128 ounce can. Ground or diced tomatoes, 129-ounce can chickpeas that have been drained and rinsed. You can also use chickpeas you've cooked yourself from scratch. And I mentioned that in one of my more recent columns for the Mail Tribune food section, a la carte. And those columns also are published under the name The Whole Dish, how for a hearty salad... I cooked my dry chickpeas from scratch to use in my salad the next day. You can certainly do that. That saves you even more money, although it's not as convenient as using canned. This recipe also contains a teaspoon garam masala. That's a spice blend that is readily available in just about any grocery store now. McCormick makes one and also in well-stocked bulk sections. One tablespoon amchur, which is dried mango powder. I have seen this item in a number of grocery stores, it's definitely available at the Medford Asia Grocery Market, which is near Winco, or you can substitute one ounce lemon juice that also could be purchased online. I mean, these days, any spice is available on the internet. It also calls for one tablespoon brown sugar, salt is needed, and fresh cilantro that's been chopped. So to start, make the garlic ginger paste simply by pulsing roughly equal amounts of peeled minced garlic and peeled grated ginger in a food processor with a little oil and salt that will keep for a couple of months or more in the refrigerator or you can buy garlic paste and ginger paste separately and these are available at food for less in medford in the refrigerated section of the produce area and I have bought these for years, the ginger paste in particular, and mix them together in equal amounts. The leftovers freeze well. So start the chana masala by heating the three tablespoons oil in a large, heavy bottom saucepan over medium heat. Add the one tablespoon cumin seeds and the onion that's been peeled and cut into small dice, and cook, stirring until fragrant and the onion is translucent. So it'll take one to two minutes. Stir in the two ounces, about three tablespoons garlic ginger paste, and the stemmed and minced fresh jalapeno or serrano chili, more more or less, along with the tablespoon ground coriander, the half teaspoon ground cayenne, and the teaspoon ground turmeric. Add the 28-ounce can ground or diced tomatoes and the drained and rinsed chickpeas from a 29-ounce can increase the heat and bring it to a boil then reduce the heat and simmer to thicken slightly and combine the flavors for about 15 to 20 minutes add the teaspoon garam masala the tablespoon amchur that dried mango powder or one ounce lemon juice the tablespoon brown sugar and salt to taste maybe start with about a teaspoon simmer to combine the flavors for five minutes Remove from the heat and serve immediately garnished with fresh chopped cilantro. And that makes about eight servings. Again, delicious with steamed basmati rice, some flatbread like pita or particularly naan bread. Really, really delicious. Flatbread is also a great accompaniment to this palak paneer shakshuka from the LA Times. And this was posted in my blog on January 10th. Under the headline, Fuse Indian Spinach with Israeli Shakshuka. And like I said, it's a savvy and pretty fun way to use up some leftover Indian food. If you happen to bring home Pollock or Sog Paneer, again, this is something you can look for pre-prepared in your grocer's frozen meal section. It calls for two tablespoons extra virgin olive oil, one large yellow onion that's been peeled and cut into half-inch dice. Two sweet bell peppers, preferably red and orange, and I like to use a combination as well when I use bell peppers. If I can get like all the colors possible minus the green, which I don't care for, typically what I'm going for, I do like the flavor of the orange and the yellow, but the red and the orange lend really, really great color in this recipe. You want to core those two bell peppers and cut into a half inch dice. Kosher salt and freshly ground black pepper to taste. Three cups, pollock paneer or sog paneer, again, leftover or pre-prepared from the frozen food section. Six large eggs at room temperature. Two Fresno or other mild chilies, thinly sliced for serving. Those are gonna go on top just for each person to garnish as they like. So again, this isn't overly spicy. And cilantro sprigs, again, for serving. So heat the two tablespoons olive oil in a large skillet over medium heat and add the peeled and half-inch diced yellow onion along with the cord and half-inch diced bell peppers and a pinch each of salt and pepper. Cook stirring occasionally until the onions translucent for about five minutes. Add the three cups pollock or sog paneer and a half cup water because this is thick. These greens have really been stewed down. As they're made in the Indian style, so you don't want it just like totally a paste. It's got to simmer these eggs in it a little bit later on in the recipe. Cook, stirring together that three cups pollock paneer and the half cup water until the mixture begins simmering. If it's too thick, stir in a little bit more water, a tablespoon or or so at a time. It should be saucy. Crack an egg into a small bowl, then slide it on top of the simmering mixture and repeat with the remaining five eggs, spacing them evenly apart. You can kind of envision in your mind how this looks and find a photo of it again on my blog post. Cover the skillet and cook until the egg whites are just set and the yolks are still runny. Definitely don't want to overcook these, although it always takes longer than I think to sort of cook an egg fully, either in the oven or inside some other mixture, but You've definitely taken away a lot of the appeal of this dish if the yolks are cooked hard. So watch it at at about seven-ish minutes. It might take up to 10 minutes. The whites and yolks will continue to cook, remember, as they sit in the hot mixture. If you pull it off the stove and it's taking you a while to get this to the table, that's referred to as carryover cooking. So again, you can overdo these eggs if you're letting this dish rest for a while. Even off the heat, the mixture inside, the, your cooking vessel is still going to be hot. Remove it from the heat and top with the thinly sliced Fresno or other mild chilies and the cilantro sprigs. Season the eggs with salt and pepper and serve immediately. Like usually an egg a person with the sauce around it. And it's delicious, as I mentioned, with warm pita or naan bread. And that makes four to six servings of Indian Pollock Paneer Shakshuka. Find that recipe on my blog, The Whole Dish, mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. And it's published on January 10th under the headline, Fuse Indian Spinach with Israeli Shakshuka. And go back and find the recipe for chana masala from january 7th on my blog under the headline masala spice palette boosts chickpeas appeal i hope those recipes get your january off to a great start more vegetables healthy fiber-packed protein and a lovely sort of global spice palette thanks for listening to and reading the whole dish